everybody. It's Samantha, Kadeja, and Sandy, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. In today's episode, we are going to talk about building a software developer portfolio that can help you stand out. We are going to go over how you can create a tailored, effective portfolio that will showcase your skills and abilities. But before we dive into this topic, we would love if you would leave us a comment or share this podcast with a coworker or a friend. And if you also are following us, make sure you tag us on social media so we know that you're actively listening. We have been loving your feedback and now we're gonna talk about how to build a developed portfolio. Sandy. Can you explain to everybody what is a developer portfolio? I sure can. So a developer portfolio is your time to shine. It's your opportunity to showcase your best talents, your personality, and your work ethic to your employer. So you really want to put your best foot forward when you create your website, and you really want to make sure it has projects that really showcase your knowledge of the programming language and the tech stack that you've learned. Thanks, Sandy, for that awesome definition. Kadeja, what are some other reasons why you should build your software developer portfolio? I think one of the main reasons to have a portfolio is what I always like to say is like, instead of telling employers what you can do, show them what you can do. So like your developer portfolio itself can be a project and it can be one that demonstrates if you're going for especially like a front-end role you can make sure that it's well organized and it's nicely designed and you can showcase that can be like one of your projects and you can showcase them hey this is what i can do and this is why you should hire me and that's kind of why i think our portfolios are very important when is the best time to start a developer portfolio i think whenever you are ready to start building that website i don't think there's a set time I just think it's when you're comfortable enough with your skills and you want to start building projects and challenging yourself, that's when you can start building your developer portfolio. I agree. I think a portfolio is one of those things that you can incrementally get better at. So like as soon as you improve your skills, you're just like, oh, let me just add that little splash of thing right there. And then, you know, you build it and you ship it. And then it's just like you do something, you learn something new and it's just like, oh, let me just apply this right here so I can demonstrate that I know how to do this. So I think the best time to build it is while you're learning, right? So if you feel the itch to start building a portfolio, it's time to build a portfolio. Yeah, I think it's really good what Kadeja said, when you are learning something, apply it. Don't just like follow tutorials, but actually like start with a project. A portfolio is a great project to start off with. And it's really great like for HTML, CSS. It's very hard to make grid layout sometimes. So a portfolio is perfect for that. There's tons of things you can do with your portfolio to help you gain those skills and then showcase them to your employer. Do y'all have a tech portfolio? Yep, definitely do. <laughs> I feel like a lot of boot camps actually make you have to build a website, build a developer portfolio to showcase your employer. So I definitely indeed have one. I have one, you know, is it updated? Nope. Do I broadcast it? Nope. But I do have one. I don't know what it's doing. I don't remember what it looks like, but it's there. It's living. It's there. It's out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Google your oh, web no. website real quick. <laughs> 
I do not have one as well, but when I was looking for my first job in tech, I thought it was very important for me to have one. Employers don't have any like references of like your previous work from other companies. So like this is like the only way to show them what you have been kind of working on. You do have GitHub to kind of display some of your work, but GitHub can kind of be sometimes messy, right? You just have a bunch of commits, but that portfolio is nice and polished and you're showing off your best work. And that's why it hasn't been updated because your girl is hired, okay? So... <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. So you might or might not know this at the time, but how is y'all's portfolio hosted? Like, how are y'all able to share it to the world? Yeah, I use Netlify. So I got my own domain. I got it from Google Domain. And then I just pushed everything up to GitHub and then connected Netlify to that. So it's hosted with Netlify free tier. So I don't pay for it even today. I hosted mine on Surge. I didn't get a personalized domain. That was like on my to-do list, still my to-do list. But um, <laughs> I use Surge, it's kind of like Netlify as well. It's like a front-end application, you can host it there. If it had a back-end, you know, you could use like Heroku, but mine didn't have that change, so I just use Surge. But I like how you didn't have a domain name. It didn't stop you for showing your work to a bunch of people, like you still were able to get it up online. And I think that's really important because people like tend to stop because they can't get things perfect. And sometimes it's just about showing the work. I use Netlify as well. The first website I probably did was probably with GitHub Pages. Absolutely free. GitHub has very easy to follow tutorials. You're already using GitHub or maybe Bucket. The other ones I don't use. Um, yeah. They've also probably... <laughs> <laughs> I've only used GitHub, so sorry. There's a Same. few other ones. There's <laughs> like GitLab. That's the one. Yeah, GitLab. GitLab. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. So that's also like a way to do it. There's lots of free things. Like building your portfolio should not cost you anything but your time. So if you could sit there one weekend, get that HTML, CSS going, and then throw up some images, you should be good to go. And like I also point this out since you mentioned like a weekend. If you don't know how to design a portfolio or how to even start, Traversy Media, he has so many great portfolio website tutorials on YouTube. Just follow one of his tutorials and bam, you gotta you have a portfolio site up that you can just deploy on GitHub pages or host on GitHub pages and share it to the world. It doesn't have to be complicated. I love how you brought him up because I actually used his tutorials <laughs> when I was starting out in my tech journey. And I loved like how thorough he was and how seamless his design is. It was like really minimalistic, but it does have some sort of essence when you you know put it and use it on your website. For those people who don't want to follow tutorials on how to build a portfolio and kind of want to like do the project as they learn what are some like tips that you recommend them doing to get a nice looking website nice that's a good question i'd recommend going on dribble dribble.com so dribble is a place where designers put their work and if you like search for developer portfolio i'm pretty sure there'll be like examples of designs for portfolio sites and you just build it that's a good one or you can like just google other developer websites yeah. and um, you still what they did kind of like probably not the code but you select the style i mean most websites nowadays kind of look the same so it's not that hard to like make something look okay you don't have to be a designer to have your work shown online like even like wordpress sites i think you can like look up like developer wordpress sites and like make yours look like one of the designs that you come across I know one thing I did when I started out like looking for to build my portfolio was I was like, oh, mine needs to be super unique or mine's not going to be, recruiters aren't going to see it. That's not what that's about. Your portfolio is just supposed to be a blank slate to showcase the actual work. I saw like this really cool portfolio like 
a Mario. I was like, I want to build that. But then I saw that I couldn't build it. Yeah, I think everybody sees this portfolio when they first look up developer portfolios. But like, don't let that stop you. Just something super simple. Get it done and then focus actually on the actual portfolio projects. So speaking of that, how many actual projects should you have on your portfolio? I had three projects on my portfolio. Yeah, I think I had three too. Do y'all remember what type of projects they were? I had one that was like a HTML CSS project just to showcase some designs. I had another one that was like had CRUD functionality, had some API code changes in there. And then the last one was a front end and back end application. So it was a full stack application to showcase that I knew Node.js, Express, React. I forgot the last one. But <laughs> I, I wanted to showcase different tech stacks that I learned in my bootcamp. So I had those three different projects. Nice. I think my projects were the same too. I had like a HTML CSS one. And then I had one where I worked on a team to build something for a nonprofit at the bootcamp I went to. So that was a full stack app. And so that was there. And then I built my own personal full stack app. It was a budgeting application. And I had that one there as well. That sounds amazing. How about you, Samantha? My was, I went to a boot camp, so we had projects that were set aside for us. Like the Capstone project was one. We weren't able to get it live because we were trying to use AWS and it was a hot mess, but I was able to take like maybe some screenshots of the project and I put that online. That shouldn't stop you if you can't deploy it, but there's a lot of cool ways to deploy projects now. And I definitely did like a Connect4 project that was like very algorithmically hard. So that another one that I showcase. I love that you mentioned that you took screen screenshots of your projects so like if you can't figure out how to deploy your project like if the youtube tutorials aren't making sense to you don't let that stop you take screenshots like what samantha did and then just have those screenshots linked to your github repo and just make sure that the readme is well documented i think that's a great way to do it as well so what else should you include in your portfolio besides your projects. In terms of what else to put there, your skills, right? And also, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Who is the owner of these projects? Contact information. Your projects take like the experience segment. I think you also need to put your education as well, your portfolio section. As well. Yes, I agree with all that stuff. You could also put a blog on there. If you're somebody who's like thinks that blogging is very important, you should do that. What are some things that you should watch out for in your portfolio that will make a recruiter turn away from getting you to the next round? Just like errors. <laughs> Does your page load? When you click on a link, does it go to where you're expecting? I think those are huge. Typos. Do you have any typos? I think that's something to look out for too. I was going to say, I also think like responsiveness. I know one thing they always talked about at our bootcamp is like, not everyone's going to be looking at desktop. So if they look at, pull up your website on their phone, is it responsive? Does it still look good? So I think that's something you should also look out for. Yeah, you guys definitely hit on that. Typos, errors, can people actually see everything? So Yeah. Don't make the font too small. Oh yes, accessibility, mm. colors are important. Yeah. People can read it. Yeah, color contrast, yeah. And don't make the font too fancy. Yeah. Cause some people can't read some fonts. I forgot what the rule of thumb font is. Is it Arial? I forget. Cause it's not Times New Roman. There's some generic font that's always like a safe bet to always use effort. Yeah, just keep it simple. Not plain Jane, you know, but just simple and clean and no console errors, okay? No console errors. 
those are all great ideas. So as we move from like an entry-level engineer into a mid-level, how important is it for you to have a portfolio? I think as you grow and you get more experience, your portfolio becomes less about projects and more about who you are as a developer, if that makes sense. So like if you've grown to be someone like us, we share content online. So like we could use our portfolio to have blogs, to showcase our podcasts, our Instagrams, our YouTube channels. That's what our portfolio will become. It will tell us like, who is this person as a developer if we do speaking engagements? So I think as you grow and you find your place in the world of development, your portfolio should grow with you as well. I think you hit it right on in there. <laughs> I think you're right as well. <laughs> I think as you grow, it's less about promoting your projects and more about promoting who you are and like your skill level. Like Adeja said, we all do content. So for us, it would be like more of like a business website, like selling ourselves more. <laughs> um, I know like a lot of famous Beyonce. people, like <laughs> tech famous, not like Beyonce. Um, Beyonce has a great website. <laughs> They don't really have portfolios. They might have like a landing page that links out to all their social media accounts. So if you're early developer, honestly, just focus on just getting something out there and so you can showcase your projects because eventually it's just going to fizzle out and disappear. Let's not waste our precious time. But yeah. Yeah. The goal of your portfolio is to get you a job. That's it. It's because you don't have a name. You're not recognized. You have no work experience. So there's nobody for anybody to call. So like your portfolio is to get you a job. And so you want to make sure that it is solid. That way there's no question as to whether or not you should be hired for the role that you applied for. Thank you so much, Sandy and Kadeja, for joining me on this episode. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all the things on all the social media platforms because we're out here hustling. Hustling? <laughs> Until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.